Are you good at accents? Um, some honestly, I can I can do like decent voice over like voices and shit like that. I the only thing I could really say I can't do, which is the weirdest thing, what? I can't do a sustained Cajun accent. What? But that's your whole thing. I know. You fraud. I know. <laughs> Goddamn you! Is that even really crawfish at Bay? <laughs> that's some bullshit. Am I gonna? D- talk about that in, in Louisiana one day and they're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? <laughs> that ain't no goddamn motherfucking crunch. Um. All right. Yeah, what happened? What's up? So you can't do a Cajun accent? Oh, yeah, no. I, I don't know why. I like. I think it, my subconscious, because I don't have like any like Cajun-ness in my accent, really, maybe like a little bit sometimes whenever I say y'all yeah, or something. But... Yeah, it's like, unless I, like, say Cajun French words, it doesn't come out at all, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. les élèves or some shit, you know, yeah. like, uh, unless I say that, then it's not, it's not, I can't, like, uh, force it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I can do a Puerto Rican, I can do a pretty good Puerto Rican. There you go. But it's only one Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? It's one specific person you yeah. had in your, in your life. It's you're like, one, you're copying that. Yeah. Almost an amalgam of, but <laughs> okay. same kind right. of person. Is there anybody, is there anything like that in your town, in your area? Um, where I there mean, is a, there is a type of Cajun, you know? They, um, they all kind of coalesce. Uh, Not ooh. everyone, right? But there's just types, of, like here and there. Well, in like most voice work, it's like if you could find that one little phrase, that that like like a, a phrase that that kind of starts the accent. I guess uh, one of the guys from Swamp People, uh, for he, the main guy who is like his catchphrase is "Toot 'em, oh Billy, go toot 'em," yeah. like shoot 'em, but toot 'em. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, them. If if I, if I start with that, then I could kind of do it for like a second, like, oh Billy, go shoot them, go out to the bayou and go shoot them, boy. Hell yeah. You know, <laughs> shit like that. But it, it's gonna fade real quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can't sustain that. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the the one person Puerto Rican I'm doing when I usually do a Puerto Rican accent is just the kind of lady that has that ties her ponytail back a little too tight you know what i'm saying with the big hoop earrings that yeah. bitch with the sour look on her face you know <laughs> too many bad relationships and shit but she lucked out she got a good uh, bureaucratic position and admin <laughs> in a school or something like so that. specific you know what i'm saying there's like a, ter- this is a ter- certain kind of lady you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and uh <laughs> you know she wears tight tight skinny jeans but that her uh her um her gunt is kind of kind of pouring out of it a little bit, you know? But she's not, like, uh, round, right? She just has that weird, like, uh, ice cream cone shape. You know what I mean? Like, slightly. As she gets older, it gets more defined. But, you know, it could right. be subtle yeah. at, at a younger age. But you could tell because and it, you sometimes they dye her red. Yeah. If you ever see a Puerto Rican with red hair, some lady, get the fuck away from her. Those, those are the ones that cut people. The red hair is almost like when toads have a lot of color in the jungle yeah. to show you that they're poisoned. Yeah. That's the same thing that those ladies are doing. Okay. There's bright color. Stay away. 
emotional baggage, you know, got molested like probably as a child like that. I feel like that's most things they like anything that's dabbled dangerous. in crack, yeah. cocaine, anything yeah. that's pretty dangerous. <clears throat> it gets a uh, sorry, gets um like, yeah, you know, most guys, no matter what race, if they're like really coloring their hair, there's some serious issues that you should stay away. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's yeah. two kinds, though which I'm sure you've been around people with colored hair, you know, right? Oh, yeah. And mohawks and shit. There's mm-hmm. two kinds. And it's the same with toads, right? Poisonous toads. They're the ones with the real toxins. And then they're ones who evolve to look like the ones with toxins. Yeah, yeah. Posers yeah. is what we call those. But, you know, it's oh, okay. Had a guy come We gotta be through. safe. Yeah, yeah. Had a guy come through the other night, or like two nights ago. Oh, God dang it. We should do an intro. Hello, this is Clay and... Oh, That's... oh, hello. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't see you there. So sorry. We were having an intimate conversation, and we totally forgot that our friends had joined us for the to- Turtle Reads podcast. Indeed. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Clay. <laughs> Even though it's weird, if we were already having an intimate conversation, why would we say hi to, why, hi to each other? It's almost like we're trying to fake like nothing was happening. Yes, of yeah. course. Even though we've been talking about Puerto Ricans and Cajuns for like 20 minutes right now. Five um, minutes. Yeah. But yeah, they had a guy come through who, uh, he had a jacket and for some reason the jacket had zippers <laughs> along the arms. And I just looked at Rebecca. I was like, what, what is the purpose of the zipper? She's like, absolutely nothing. That's how you know he's a poser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there, there's some things where it's just like, there's no reason. Like I understand if you're getting your hair colored for like, you're in a band and you want to like be that rock star type or... Well, it's for glam and, and exactly. presentation. There are some reasons to actually get it. But if you're just some schlub yeah, who schlubs. works like a, a, a cubicle job, yeah. goes to Starbucks and then just immediately goes home and yeah. you decide to color your hair green. Yeah, as they say in, in Louisiana, Trudem. Trudem. Trudem poser. Trudem <laughs> poser. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Fucker>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, zippers all over your jacket. Yeah, it's it's That's so wild. <laughs> I know. The only the only pass are the ones that do it because they they genuinely like artistic license with their clothing. Like yeah. you see them, they put lace on stuff and zippers on stuff, and it's pure aesthetic. They're just maybe they're even, uh, you know, beginner fashion designers or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Like, it, he, no, he had a camera around his neck as it's well. A dickhead. He was a he was a photographer of a, of a guy who was a friend of a cop. Like it was it was the most ridiculous thing. Uh, I like it, I understand if he if a guy walks in with like zippers along his arm and then there's like he's like sewn stuff into his pants. I'm like, okay, you're actually trying to design stuff. Uh, maybe you're thinking about making like a zip away arm jacket. I don't know, but. No, that dude was just, he, he was a, uh, yeah, that was definitely poser vibes. Ah, motherfucker. Chewed him. <laughs> anyway, we were uh, spending the last couple of weeks reading Like Fantastic yes, by yes. Terry Pratchett's Discworld. And I believe I have the summary pulled up here from just the general re- Wikipedia. Yeah. Do you think I should go for the other one? Um, this one seems... I think they're about the same. Yeah, this one seems... Uh, the, the Color of Magic was just so short on the general Wikipedia. Um, this one seems pretty decent. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get... This, this is our This is our episode. <laughs> is this plot summary? <laughs> awesome. All right. Well. 
Um, and one thing I did want to, I, I realized while reading this one, I, I didn't think we ever got into, uh, whenever I was, I read the original, like the actual books, mm -hmm. they have, uh, Terry Pratchett was big on footnotes. So many footnotes. Oh yeah. It, it, and, uh, like there's a few in the life fantastic, but like he was so big about it. His biography, which came out recently is called Terry Pratchett, a life with footnotes. <laughs> That's pretty good. And they, they're like, all the footnotes are just ridiculous. Like, we should funny read little, that. Yeah. That biography. That would be cool. I'm down. Let's, yeah, let's I read have that. it. That's one I haven't read yet. So, <laughs> we can read that together. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Life of footnotes. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The footnotes have this tongue in cheek. Yeah. It's, a, it's basically tagging up his jokes. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like hard tags, of sat, satire tags of just like, yeah, we're going to explain this little thing and it's, there's no point in at all to the story like it's yeah. not we're just going off into this we're going to meander <laughs> through this rhetorical Half alleyway of what our podcast is is just going off about Cajun people and stuff I know. that has nothing to do with them <laughs> well seems like we are very much in keeping with the spirit of Discworld therefore of <laughs> ipso facto say that's made up Latin I made that up so I, I'm cool with that fuck yeah all right, so Life Fantastic. It's a comic fantasy novel by Terry Pratchett, second of the Discworld series, published 2nd of June, 1986. The first printing being 1,334 copies. 1986? That's pretty, yeah. pretty long time ago. I was two. Almost, I was two years old. That's almost 40 years. Yeah. You were not born. I was not born. Yeah. I was, I was, I think most of my siblings weren't born yet. You were in Discworld. You you were you were in the same place where Discworld comes from. Yeah, that's where you still were. You were somewhere in there. You were you were uh, a glimmer in your dad's eye, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Um, that means come. I know. Yeah, I know. In his eyeballs. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it kind of does. The title is taken from L'Allegro, a poem by John Milton, and refers to dancing lightly with extravagance. The events of the novel are a direct continuation of those in the preceding book, The Color of Magic. Which we read before, and you were very mad about the ending. Yeah, yeah. You were furious. So how did you off. how did you like the continuation after the literal cliffhanger? <laughs> it was a little better, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> it's kind of leading me on, huh? Just forever and ever. Forever and ever and ever. What's the next one? <laughs> um, I, there, there is a third one. There better be, because based on that ending. Yeah. No. Well, what's it called? What did you What did you think about the continuation in this one, though? Like, what, what, like, like how he's going it back started? To college. How did How did he started off the the life fantastic after that cliffhanger from the color of magic? The start off. Yeah. Um, a little unexpected because I thought that he wasn't gonna meet up with Two Flower again. I didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah, I, so. I, I wasn't sure because it's been a while since I read this one. Yeah, you said he wouldn't. I, I thought he would. Which wouldn't. was pissing me off, by the way, because <laughs> I was like, "That's it. He's just gonna drift off tourism for in the universe. That's that we never know." I, I all I remembered about the Light Fantastic was for sure the luggage was still around, mm -hmm. and then I, I didn't I didn't say it to you, but Cohen the Barbarian. Yeah, I, I remembered him specifically because of the whole teeth thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Do you think he talks like a Cajun? Shoot him. Would you I, say, would, like in your yeah, head, probably, when you imagine it, do yes. you kind of hear it like that? Yeah, honestly, now that I think about that, he is like your quintessential Cajun grandpa. 
just like doesn't yeah. give a fuck that he has no teeth. Yeah. And he's not swinging a broadsword around, but he is swinging like a rifle or yeah, like a bayonet or, a rifle or something. Or a, yeah. or a, 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 axe or something like just yeah for sure <laughs> oh grandpa's in louisiana crazy or what's their brand of they're crazy because all old people are crazy yeah they're, yeah they're just used to having to deal with like real shit like a fucking alligator in the front yard or something to oh, where yeah. they're not gonna put up with any nonsense it's like no get off my yard uh if you get eaten by something in my yard it's my issue just Damn. leave dude they found the alligator in brook in brooklyn Really? The other day, just two days ago, <laughs> some alligator had swam How? up to Prospect Park. Sometimes From it happens. Where? It's never good. It's never good for them. It's a, you know, New York is a toxic sludge vat. Right. So whenever an animal like that gets in there, it's this, it's, if you can't rescue them in time, it's, it's like you just watch them die. But when, where did it swim up from? Like where, where around Brooklyn, Florida, East coast probably went up, you know, swim all the way from Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. You know, uh, New York city. Manhattan's an island, first of all, mm-hmm. and so there's waterways throughout the entire, all of the boroughs. Yeah. There's there's like ch- water channels that go back out to the ocean and back and in and out. You know, the, the, the Gowanus Canal is a big one in Brooklyn. A dolphin got stuck in there one time, but the 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 Gowanus Canal is such a toxic fucking dump that they couldn't even save it, and the thing just like yeah, died oh, in the damn. Gowanus. That's crazy. Um, it's awful. You you don't animals stay away. Which makes you think, like, should people be there? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, you know, if, if an alligator can't survive this fucking water, why are we yeah. even near it? They're fu- they're dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, right. They're, they're so well built to adapt that their bo- their bodies are better built to adapt than they are intelligent. Yeah. That's how good they are at surviving. Yeah. Is that they're too stupid to even deserve their bodies? It's like like bird brains <laughs> in a living in a tank. Can you imagine? That's basically it. Yeah, it's like a bird living inside a tank. Like instead of a, a bird body, it has a tank for a body. That's a that's an alligator. I can I can kind of understand that relate. Yeah. Have you ever eaten alligator? Oh yeah. Dude, I saw this TikTok where a guy roasted it. He uh, step by step, he did the whole thing. Wrapped. I guess you mostly eat the tail. Uh, there's different parts of it. The uh, alligator feet has some good meat in it because mm-hmm. uh, they're pretty. It's pretty powerful. But, um, it, but they're really lean. They don't have a lot of fat. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not too much fat, but I mean, you gotta wrap you're not bacon. going with, for the fat. Just like with frogs, you're not going for fat. You're, what are you going for with frogs? It's like frog legs. It's the stringy meat. and it, it, it's. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. Because they eat so uh, such Your a wide. Your voice when you said that. I don't believe you. No, no, it's really good. It, went, yeah, yeah. It, it is because they eat such a wide variety of stuff, like both alligators and f- like frogs. And yeah, stuff. dogs, little people's dog, people's small dogs. Yeah, like squirrels. they eat such a wide variety of stuff. It's it's very nutritious and it ha- always has like an interesting taste. Yeah, maybe that alligator was looking for more variety in New York. Yeah, got golden doodles running around <laughs> up there. Right? Catching some cats some and Shiba stuff. Inus. Yeah, some stray cats. <laughs> I guess that alligator was kind of a gourmand. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to see the high end. Yeah. Wow, what a fancy motherfucker. <laughs> they saved him, though, so that's good. They're going to take him to the zoo. I'm happy for that guy. All right. Well, the book begins. Yeah. Well, the title's from a poem by John Milton. Do you know John Milton? I've heard the name, I haven't read any of his poems. Oh, man. Uh, okay, let me give a breakdown. He wrote Paradise Lost. 
Okay. Uh, he wrote another. Uh, he wrote a book about Samson and Delilah also, but the I, I Paradise probably, Lost is the book. Okay. It's I, his magnum opus. I probably. Re- I think I read that one in like high school. You probably did. They make, they make yeah. a lot of people do that. Yeah. I read it voluntarily. <laughs> and when you read, you know, when you read boring books on your own, with your own. Um, Volition. Volition. Thank you. Uh, then it, you actually enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm all about going back and reading a lot of books that I read in high school. I'm like, yeah, it's. I was I was forced to do this. It wasn't so much <laughs> fun then. Well, you know. Well, okay. Here's here's some interesting things about John Milton. First of all, um, he went blind writing this book. Oh, wow. He was already losing his sight. Yeah. You know, he had kind of like when I'm kind of <laughs> pointing that way, right? And he knew that if he if he kept writing and reading and stuff, he was going to lose his eyesight. But he said, this is so important that I'm going to do it anyway. So he just okay. did it. He wrote a book. All right. And That's interesting. I mean. Is that crazy? I under, I, I get the, the idea of like, look, I got to finish this. I'm going to, my shit's <laughs> degrading. Yeah. And it's going to go out probably during this book. But then like people who go blind. It's like a process to be able to do all the normal stuff you did before. Mm-hmm. I think you wrote this book blind, actually, or you'd already gotten blind. But yeah. Uh, so it's like going blind in the middle of a book. All of a sudden, you're you're having whether he was writing it or typing it. There's a lot of going to be new issues that he didn't have to deal with before he started that book. Well, but if he hadn't, he never would have written the book. Yeah. I know that has no place in today's culture. Nobody would do anything for for society, right? And it's all about like just do it for yourself or whatever. So yeah, John Milton today, millennial John Milton, yeah, he would, you know. I just I just, I just feel like it's, I, and um, it's great that he did it, uh, and it's wild that he it was able to finish it. But I feel like there's like, there's probably like a the last half of that book. Is a little bit mistranslated. No, no. You know what he did? He taught his daughters how to read and write in the 1600s. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, so they had, they would just They help were him. helping him? Yeah. He would dictate it to that. Eh, That's what I was getting to. Is like, yeah. There had to be somebody either helping him or something. Because otherwise, he yeah. would like send in some gobbledygook to his editor, and the editor would be like, um, maybe he meant this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, he had his daughters. They, they, um, they. I, I, I can only imagine how, what a stroke of good luck it would be to have such an excuse to be a chick and to be able to learn how to read. Right. Right. Because yeah. you're like, you're like writing letters. And he's going blind. Yeah. I have to They're help like, him. Wench, what are you doing? Reading. And like, Sorry, I'm on important business. I gotta write John Milton's Paradise Lost. What do you? <laughs> I can't help it. I mean, I would hate to have to learn how to read. Grr, I hate it. I would love to be just pregnant and cooking eggs, you know? God. Uh, well, gotta go. <laughs> you know, then she just reads. Big old pile of books in there. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, yes, fucking sweet. <laughs> There's no TV back then, so that was TV. Yeah, yeah. That was like being allowed suddenly to watch TV. Yeah. Like chicks couldn't watch TV. That's what books were. That would be an interesting if like whenever TV came out, just women weren't allowed to watch it. Because that's of, what I'm, that's what books were. Yeah, Women exactly. were not allowed to watch TV, so you would always just get a second hand from guys, right? And he's like, "Dude, you missed Twin Peaks. It was awesome, right?" And then if he sucks at telling you shit, you'd have to just kind of sit there and go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> thanks. I guess it would have been better if I would have read it, but okay." That's probably where uh, I bet mansplaining. What they call mansplaining is just some evolutionary trait. It just evolved out of necessity. 
because it was like women were always illiterate. Guys always had to be like to help them catch up to the latest episode of Paradise Lost. You know, <laughs> they'd be like, look, this is what happened. I'll tell you right now. This is what Shakespeare did last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Paradise Lost is a sexy ass book. It was about Adam and Eve. There's like oh. fucking in it, but you know, like very like low key, but totally, totally that, you know, he, there's a whole thing where he's like, and then he made Eve and, and Adam was blushing, you know, he, he's like, come back to my bower, go on. And she's like, <laughs> you know, and he's like, yeah, go on. Uh, Doug Stanhope has a joke about, uh, keep your porn out of my stories and keep your stories out of my porn. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, it's really integral to the plot line. This is integral. Keep my keep keep sex scenes out of my stories, man. <laughs> there's no there's no actual sex scenes. They're just like pre sex okay. scene, post sex scene, <laughs> where they're just kind of lounging. And you then, know, it's it's the equivalent of the cigarette the fr- in the French movie after sex. Uh, yeah. And then also keep your stories out of my porn. They're not good <laughs> actors. Leave them out of the storylines and shit. Keep your goddamn stories out of Clay's porn. <laughs> Chew them, right? Chew them. Chew them. Anyway. Uh, so, it's uh, the I book if begins. This poem is long. Oh, oh, you're looking at the poem. I can't poem? help it. Sorry, I just. Uh, it's all good. Yeah, that's it. It's because it's short. This is the poem that the Light Fantastic is based off of. The the title. L'Allegro. L'Allegro. Yeah, I got it right. In heaven, white-clept Euphrosyne, and by men, heart-easing mirth, whom lovely Venus at her birth, with two sister graces more, to ivy-crowned Bacchus bore. All right, well, that's a bore. Okay. <laughs> Let's not continue that. Let's go to the plot. That's pretty, uh... <laughs> Would you read Paradise Lost with me? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I like it. All right. I'm down to read uh, whatever. Uh, uh, we just started with the Disco novels. It's not. Well, we know. can go off into. Yeah, yeah, of course. Footnotes. Yeah, exactly. We can call those episodes footnotes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we learn about it while reading this, and then we just go do a footnote, and then we can come. Nah. Yeah, actually, that's fucking great. All right, all right. That's a good okay. Good excuse to talk about more shit. We're developing as we go, guys. We're growing this podcast <laughs> structurally, <laughs> emotionally. So the book begins shortly after the ending of The Color of Magic with Wizard Rincewind, Two Flower, and the luggage falling from Discworld. They are saved when the Octavo, the most powerful book of magic on the Discworld, readjusts reality to prevent the loss of one of its eight spells, which has resided in Rincewind's head since his expulsion from Unseen University. Rincewind, Two Flower, and the luggage end up in the Forest of Skond. <laughs> with Scond. talking trees with talking trees <laughs> yeah i like that That's the trees really were just like hey what are you, you want to talk about philosophy or, yeah. Yeah, what's going on? and they're just like you're not talking and then yeah they're you know. just like uh where are you going you want you want to you want to talk and and is like you're not talking you're not talking <laughs> or, or and then yeah he gets one of them on like a uh a philosophical train of thought mm-hmm. and then it's in the book it's like well, yeah, uh, this caused a, an entire religion amongst the tree people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just one random question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Although, I would have probably just talked to the trees. I can't help it. Right. Trees talking Honestly, to you. but... They're it, spoiled with magic. Yeah, it's it's like... Rinch one is the coward who would be like, no, something... If I start talking to these trees, something is going to kidnap me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I like about Win- Rinch character is that Terry Pratchett is actually developing it. 
because right. you see him start from a complete utter coward who doesn't want to get in any trouble whatsoever yeah. and then in the color of magic and then in this one you see him slowly start to fight back more and more even though he he's still doing it out of cowardice yeah technically right or he's being forced to help being forced to but he'll do it yeah which means there's something in him that isn't a coward at all yeah and it's uh blossoming yeah into a huge it, asshole it's it's just kind of just it, the cowardice was kind of forced on him from the fact that he can't learn any other spells and then he can't really use that spell that he does know so he has no way to protect himself like well yeah <laughs> well not only that but it's not only to protect himself from the world but to protect the world from him yeah it's a weird, yeah, he's, messed he up situation. Just wants to go find a bar and get drunk so he doesn't cause any issues. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people go to a bar and get drunk, honestly. <laughs> that they want to protect the world from them, you know? Just a bunch of barflies going like, yeah, I would kill everybody, but thank God you're here. Yeah. And this whiskey. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Rincewind. There, are they in the forces gone? Yeah. Meanwhile, the Wizards of Ankh Morpork... I'm slowly getting used to saying that. <laughs> they use the right of Ashk Enti. That's right. <laughs> I did it. To summon death. See, I'm learning the language. <laughs> to find an explanation for the Octavo's actions. Death warns them that the disc world will soon be destroyed by a huge red star unless the eight spells of the Octavo are red. And this is, they summon him in the middle of some party. party. Yeah, he, he, he had like a some glass olives. of something. And then the, the death of rats is, had like a cheese and... and uh, <laughs> Olive on a on a stick. Yeah, <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, I know. What party could he possibly have been in? Probably in the uh, with the gods, right? No, no, no. It's it, it, because he said. Uh, did he say? He, what did he, he say? He didn't. He said, um, "Oh, it's the party's going well," and he's like, "Oh, it's gonna get bad probably around midnight." And they're oh. like, "Why?" And he's like, "Because they're gonna expect me to take off my mask." Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think what that's in reference to is a Edgar Allan Poe story. Well, they do have a, a Discworld novel called The Masquerade. Yeah. Well, the, the Edgar Allan Poe story is called The Red Death. Okay. And that's the story. It's basically during the time of the plague, these people, these rich people, they abandon all of their citizens and they hole up in a castle and they throw a huge rager like a big ball okay. and every it's a masquerade. So everybody's wearing a mask and they're just like, isn't it great that we're rich? Oh, I wonder if everyone's still dying outside, Ugh, you know? Yeah. And then a, a guy comes in dressed as death and they're just like, ha ha ha, boy, this guy's edgy. You know, it's like, what is this guy? Fucking hell yeah. You know, I wonder who he is. He must be that cool guy or this cool guy. And they're trying to guess. And, the, and meanwhile, the, the, the guy dressed as death is kind of dancing around like, yeah, great yeah. party. <laughs> and that's how it ends where they go. All right. All right. Everybody take off everybody's mask. Let's see who everybody is. And then he goes, hi. You know? yeah. <laughs> and then everybody dies. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think the masquerade is something similar. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. This is uh, no, Edgar the, the uh, Terry Pratchett book, The Masquerade. Then it's definitely from Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah, because Edgar Allan Poe wrote that way before. Yeah, of so, course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I, I do know that people steal from Terry Pratchett or take creative license uh, to. Yeah, I've doing the research. I've found out like he's one of the most popular British authors in in uh, Britain. Like, really? In in England? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. it Terry Pratchett's Discworld and Doctor Who yeah. is like the definitive sci-fi fantasy foundation yeah. of British culture, I think. Uh, which Safe makes sense. Uh, there's like, both of them have such a large 
selection of, of yeah. stuff. So, well, the yeah. world building is just nah. endless. There's yeah. just so much of it. There's <laughs> just so much to take from. So, yeah, it's kind of, you'd be dumb not to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, why not? There are good ideas that you can play around with. So, death is like, dude, huge red star. It's, it'll destroy everyone. And, uh, yeah, and they're like, eh. so, so then they're like, we got to get Rincewind, right? So several orders of wizards travel to the forest of Skond to try and capture Rincewind, who is currently staying with two flower and the luggage in a gingerbread house in the forest. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Uh, I, and then they also have, I don't know, wait, is that after or before? Yeah. So with the movie of Color of Magic, we gotta watch that focused yeah yeah we watched the first one i didn't watch part two i, I did okay. which is the life fantastic um but they focused on the wizards and basically did all the stuff from the life fantastic with the wizards in that first book mm-hmm. like the shooting of the arrow yeah. and everything right so trimon is um alan what's what's the that really famous actor who plays the evil guy in that first movie um, Alan, wait a minute. Uh, I think I know you talk about, oh, oh, hold on. No, wait a minute. You're not talking about, um, Tim, uh, what's his face? Tim Curry. Tim Curry? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, try him on Tim Curry. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like that fits perfect. Like reading this and like getting. Tim Curry just knows how to do it. Yeah. He, he has, he knows how to successfully insert himself as the villain or anything like that in any in any sci-fi, sci-fi fantasy I, he's just great yeah he just knows how to do it yeah he's so good he's so perfect for that that's why he gets booked <laughs> all the time but uh, you ever see uh that show lex it's a really old sci-fi show no it didn't last very long on tv uh but it's really good interesting because it's so fucking weird right it's such a weird sci-fi weird stuff happens um this guy um, steals a ship that's run by 10 brains or something like that. Like, it's, it's like a really weird, and, you know, prisoners or slaves get um, uh, transformed through machines into, like, hookers and stuff like that. And it's, it's like a really weird, there's, like, lizard people, and Tim Curry's in there. All right. In, a, in an episode. And it's good. Lex. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. down. And it's like, the, the star is a plumber. Who ends up with the ship? So it's a sci-fi Mario. All right. Yeah, it's a perfect way to put it. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I guess everything I said does kind of say that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's, it is a sci-fi Mario, but it's it's really it's so fuck it's so odd that it's good to watch. It's one of those that you remember. So yeah, you should check it out, sci-fi Mario. That is hilarious. I don't think anybody said that about that uh, show. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gingerbread house in the forest. Gingerbread house in the forest, which sucks if you're starving. That's uh. Not really. I mean, I'd be down to for at least two days. I'd be down. I would eat it. But you know what happens when you do it? You know, like you you think it's a great idea. You do it. You eat a buttload of cake. Next thing you know, your your sugar levels rising. You're just like, God damn, I'm dehydrated. You know, and then you just regret it. Mm. Only until you get some water, then you can eat some more. Yeah. 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 Find some water somewhere. It's like the, <laughs> I, I like mean, how you were totally not on board with what I said. You were like, "Not eat cake? Are you fucking crazy?" I mean, it doesn't have to be cake. The door is made of chocolate. The the table's made of like uh, nougat. Like there's, <laughs> it's all sugar. Yeah, and then like <laughs> they have to have a sink. 
So the sinks either got running water or at the very least milk. Okay, yeah, milk would be good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if we had a bunch of milk, yes. <laughs> but they did not say that. I would rather even have milk than water in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they're kind of perfect. <laughs> okay, you won me over. Fine. You win this one. Fine. In the subsequent, qua- uh, subsequent chaos, Rincewind and Two Flower escape on an old witch's broom, which is kind of like a motorcycle. Yeah, it has yeah. handlebars on it. It's fucking yeah. great. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> I wish we had that in real life, and you would just see those weekend warrior retirees on their Harley broomsticks, broomsticks. you know, waiting on the intersection. <laughs> I just ride One off. of them's a little bit smaller, so the moped version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about the chopper version? It's you like know? A, his is a Swiffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an e-bike version. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. When are we gonna get flying broomsticks? That that would be that would be cool. Like, I mean, flying anything, just like this is our only chance. Work. While yeah. while there are enough Harry Potter fans alive. Right? For it to happen. Well, there's so much controversy about Harry Potter. Let's just take it away from Harry Potter. Not the story, though. Didn't we already settle what we do in this situation with Michael Jackson? Didn't we already settle this? No. You know what to do? Ignore it. I agree. I agree. But it's it just it comes back it comes back every time with R. Kelly it came back mm-hmm. whenever R. Kelly went through his thing yeah even with whenever O.J. Simpson has his, had his shit it's like well are you a, a, a O.J. Simpson fan anymore like he was like the greatest fucking running back well, ever I think and then yeah it's well, not but, it's not art but it's like yeah you can't really like talk about his games and shit oh like, yes you can but there's people who are like no don't talk about those records and like they want to expunge his nah. records and stuff that's superstitious it, it, it is that, that's literally superstition and nothing more you're not doing anything yeah. right that's like voldemort if since we're on the topic of harry potter right what did not saying voldemort do for anybody in that world other than make them afraid of a word yeah, yeah. right and then Harry Potty, Harry Potty, Harry Potty, Harry Potty, Harry Potty busted in. Yeah. And he's like two. He's like, hello, my name's Harry Potty. <laughs> <laughs> he's, it's Harry Potter in a diaper with, <laughs> with a little scar. Hey, yo, my name's Harry Potter. I said, Voldemort, fuck that. Shoot him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Harry Potty go boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potty go boom, boom. Voldemort, kiss my booty. <laughs> it's Harry Potty. Fighting Voldemort, who is also a little chibi Voldemort. He's just like a little, t- yeah. he's a gecko, you know? Uh, that's he's the Captain even... Underpants version of Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potty. <laughs> Harry God, Potty. We have to make this now. Voldemort. 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 So, yeah, like, uh, that's, isn't that the, the lesson of that book? Which I guess, I don't know. I guess if the person teaching the lesson is uh, J.K. Rowling, then nobody cares anymore. Yeah, but it's, no, it was it's, still a good point. Yeah. Wait, like, when you read it, it was a good point. What about the person made you change your mind about the truth that you saw in that story? Yeah, the the, the point and the, the the moral to the story was just as valid then as it is now. Yeah. So what? Why did this new fact that or this new uh, narrative added about the person who wrote it 
change that story it doesn't at all if it's you change yeah. your morality just because of some person that you're not allowed to say the name of anymore you're a hypocrite yeah you never believed in that moral in the first place yeah. right that's like if uh, if some guy's like killing is wrong and then you discover that he sleeps on a bed of skulls you know that he got there himself yeah. then, and then you're like oh i guess killing is right yeah you know what you know listen even a racist clock is right twice a day okay i'm telling you <laughs> I, I've never met any racist clocks, but I guess they are right. Twice a day, that would make sense. <laughs> a racist clo- a clock are the the ones with the slanty uh, number ticks. <laughs> uh, it's a cuckoo clock. It just says the N word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to make a racist clock because that's awesome. <laughs> No, they have those old, uh, like, uh, it should, it should be finish a- clocks where they have the like woman come out and then mm-hmm. she's like hitting her kids or stuff. But instead it's just a bunch of black dudes come out and there's a yeah. guy whipping them. There should be, <laughs> listen, there should be a racist clock that does all the races that we can possibly think of. Yeah. Just okay. Amalgamation of all racism possible. Yeah. It'll be uh, so, uh, like a black one comes smoking crack, right? A Puerto Rican comes out with heroin, right? And a and, knife. Yeah, and a knife, like stabbing, right? Stabby, stabby, stab. Right? You know, there's a white one that comes out just churning mayonnaise and looking at Excel spreadsheets, you know? A Native American just smoking and drinking. Yeah. Just hardcore. Yeah, exactly. The casino. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, we need to make a racist clock. Most I think that would bring all of us together. Yeah. And we would all have the racist clock at home. And every time the, the hour struck, we would laugh. We would laugh together at the same time in the same time zone. Wouldn't that, that would be one of the most beautiful things. Cathartic, right? You call your friends up, like, is the Chinaman out yet? <laughs> That's my favorite one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Man. So many missed opportunities. Yep. Anyway, so. Um, escape on an old witch's broom. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We uh, when, we have a really severe ADD, I swear. Yeah. It's bad. It went from broom with handlebars to racist clock. <laughs> All right. This is the only way. The, we're the only kind of people that could read this book, yeah. okay, with the footnotes and everything. That it is, like you said, yeah. it is for people with this this problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, fuck that. So, in the subsequent chaos, Rincewin and Two Flower escape on an old witch's room while the Arch-Chancellor of Unseen University is killed when his attempt to obtain the spell accidentally summons the luggage on top of him, crushing him to death. His apprentice, who's not very sad about it, Imper Trimon, right? Yeah. Uh, uses the opportunity to advance his own power, intending to obtain the eight spells for himself. Cool. Yeah. That was a cool scene, to, uh, well, not, but, you know, funny scene where he keeps trying to kill him. Yeah. Before he actually dies, fucking knife him. to the neck, and it just goes fucking spinning <laughs> around him. Yeah, like yeah, he. Uh, I loved whenever he stepped into the room, and it was like, uh, yes, uh, the arch chancellor had tuned all of the floorboards to be <laughs> very specific, and he was like, C- oh, C sharp, you're right over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> you just have it. Damn. What what kind of. Um, if you lived in an environment like that where the the thing was that nobody could get your job until they killed you for it, what what steps would you take to prevent murder, to pre- to prevent yourself being assassinated? Um, 
probably shit like that because like uh whenever I, I lived at home I I uh like back in Louisiana my the house I grew up in I would set little booby traps and stuff I would I, I had a little I would take a little piece of lead from a lead pencil and put it in the hinge of my door so I would know even if I, I had left oh yeah that somebody came into my room would people come into your room oh yeah my brother was yeah big family right yeah yeah and the that. brother who's just older than me he used to go in my room all the time to the point where I asked my parents to put a lock on my door and they did and then my my brother this was the reason why I got the lock on the door because I knew he was this type of person he spit he dedicated like a good bit of time to figuring out how to unlock the door and and did it <laughs> like fuck. yeah I'm like <laughs> this is why I locked it because I don't feel comfortable with you like and you you're, you want to do this. You Siblings wanna, suck. They suck so hard. They're great, but you know, they, they fucking suck. <laughs> I got an older brother, trust me, I know. My, my, Gene, my boyfriend doesn't have any, he's an only kid, child, and he's just like, yeah, I wonder what it's like to fit. It's like, you don't want to know. He, he's yeah. like, I wonder what it's like to have a sibling. Like, you lucked out. You won the lottery, okay? Just ride it out. Like, they, it, it, they put a deadbolt, like, just a sliding deadbolt, but there was a hole in the door right under it. So my brother would take a belt, put his fingers in the, uh, the, belt buckle part and then pull it up and hook it on the thing and then just are you twist kidding it. me and so what i did i took a rubber band and i started rubber banding the deadbolt <laughs> shut, like we kept yeah. on like those fighting yeah. with macgyver like, like medieval sheet like <laughs> war siege you know just some, you're, you're hunkered up in a castle and they're trying he's, he's like throwing rotten fruit to get you to fucking get out of there <laughs> to starve you out yeah it, yeah <laughs> what did he even want to do in your room he, it was, as far as I know, and you know, maybe he took some shit. I don't know. I, I I had too much shit to really figure that out. But I feel like it was just so that he had the the knowledge of, hey, at any point in time, yeah. I can go fuck with Clay. They're old, older siblings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's sadism. Youngest. It's sadism. Yeah. That was my brother. I. It's sadistic. It's a sadistic need to violate your privacy because yeah. you're the youngest one. Yeah. You're the easiest to pick on, they think. Yeah. That's what it is. But you know what? It made you clever, right? <laughs> yeah. It made you resourceful. <laughs> so it's all right. It's, it's good. You know, at the very least, that kind of persecution <laughs> helps you become better yeah. in other ways. I think what I would do to prevent assassination would be I would pretend to be my own intern and then pretend I killed myself. And, you know, I just come in multiple disguises. Yeah, just changing your name all the time. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm the new intern. Yeah, I murdered Melissa. Ah, I guess I'm in charge. Now, they'd be so confused. They'd be scratching their heads, you know? And then, But it'd still be me. Yeah. It'd still be me. Just different colored hair. Yeah, I'm Sarah. I was the intern, right? And I changed my hair. I'd get a mustache, right? <laughs> and then I'd have meet my new intern, Mike. And then I'm like, also Mike, you know? That's what I would do. It'd be like kind of like a Superman kind of deal. Yeah. Superman Clark Kent. <laughs> if if you kept having to pretend that Clark Kent was killing Superman. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how the fuck I would make that work, <laughs> but I would try. All right. So rinse, wind, and two flower run into a group of druids who have assembled a computer formed from large standing stones. Ridiculous. And learn of the approaching red star. As two flower attempts to stop the druids from sacrificing a young woman named Bethan, Cohen the Barbarian, an octogenarian parody of Conan, attacks the druids. So basically, Arnold Schwarzenegger now being Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, no teeth, bald, 
Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I guess, yeah, Artichoke has enough money to not really look his age yeah. as much. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is definitely like a rundown, like... Fucked up Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. This is... Yeah, that maid that he had a kid with just took him for all he was worth, right? <laughs> she, dude, she was... It was... She did not look worth it. <laughs> she she was so beat up. Yeah. Like that was. Dude, when you're horny, <laughs> you know, the blood rushes away from your head and towards the other. Yeah, but extremities. he had enough money. He could have dropped like he could have been like, let's get a new maid like just for looks, you know? <laughs> yeah, but that would have been a giveaway. That would have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. Hey, can we get someone hotter? Why? <laughs> Why do you want someone hotter? No reason. No reason. Nothing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like every time this one gives me a sandwich, I want to throw up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fuck you later. There was, the, the most hilarious thing was the picture of the sun because he tried to deny it. Yeah. That, that was the, the funniest part of that whole scandal. Yeah. The only part worth knowing about. He was like, that's not my son. And then you see a picture, same gap tooth. It, w- it was like him. Yeah. It was Mexican him. Yeah, it was almost <laughs> perfectly him. Just a little darker. And it's like, come on, dude. Just, yeah. <laughs> just accept it. This is a- that's so fucking hot. Anyway, uh, two flowers poisoned in the battle, forcing Rincewind to travel to Death's Domain to rescue him. The pair narrowly avoid being killed by Isabel. With a Y. Death's yeah. adopted daughter. Oh, that's when she kind of sh- yeah. comes in here. Isabel and Mort, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, this is right before they have Susan. Yeah. That's awesome. And as they escape Death's domain, Rincewind learns from the Octavo itself that it had arranged for its eighth spell to escape into his head to ensure the spells would not be used before the right time, which yeah. I guess is coinciding with the Red Star. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Rincewind and Two Flower travel with Cohen and Bethan to a nearby town where the toothless Cohen leaves to have some dentures made for him, having learned of them from Two Flower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best dentures ever at the end of this story. Like, god damn it. Yeah. Um, this is this is like this is Two Flower's like a guy from the nineties who just goes to medieval, a, medieval Europe and yeah. he's just like, Hey, you guys heard about teeth? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, What's all this about teeth then? <laughs> what are you talking about? Is that what you have when you're a baby? Then they fall out when you eat rocks because you can't afford food. He's like, Yeah, those, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, while he is gone, Rincewind, Two Flower, and Bethan are attacked by a mob of people who believe the star is coming to destroy the Discworld in response to the presence of magic. Yeah, the Red Star people are fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love a good cult. Yeah, cult, uh-huh. cult, cult, cult. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, it's, uh, it's just the most ridiculous shit because, like, they're like, it's not just magical shit. They're just like, yeah, don't fucking sell food. Because of this right. thing. It's like, well, fuck you. Like, <laughs> we still have to eat, even though we're about to die. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So dumb. I this know. Is, but, yeah. Uh, they, they, did they go into it? Oh, yeah. Uh, In this uh, summary? Nah. They, they leave some details out from certain scenes. They had the uh, magical store. Yeah. The the was it a magical store that you'd never seen before? And yeah, it disappeared shortly yeah. after purchasing. I love it. I love that trope. Uh, in any like either the magical store that just pops up and disappears, or 
the uh, what Terry Pratchett calls the tavern, um, the tavern at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like you're going down a road and it's misty and foggy, and then all of a sudden you see this tavern and you go in and it's like there's people from like different times and shit. Yeah. It just pops in and pops out. Yeah. I love that type of shit. That's some of my favorite. And and Terry Pratchett plays with this shop so well. It's like Yeah. He, I'm glad that he's playing with the trope so you can see that it's a trope. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people use that in real life to avoid accountability. Yeah, no, he he halfway explains it. He's like yeah. he, he like gives three explanations for like what what it might be and then uh-huh. he has the guy kind of actually explain. He's like, Oh yeah, no, I was cursed by a sorcerer yeah. and yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucking great. <laughs> hey, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, right? A magic bullet yeah. that appeared at the right time and no one ever saw again, yeah. right? And it's like, all right. You win this one, FBI. <laughs> all right. The trio escape into one of the many shops, that one, that sells strange and sinister goods and inexplicably vanish the next time a customer tries to find them. The existence of this shop is explained as being a curse by sorcerer upon the shopkeeper for not having something in stock. Hmm. They are able to return to Ankh-Morpork Pork via the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, that's... It was a wild, like, it's it's a great picture of a scene in your mind whenever they're, like, just floating through space in this shop, but there's, like... (laughs) <laughs> shelves of just nonsense around them and stuff yeah. it's like all right this is odd but cool yeah there's a disco <laughs> ball up top whatever <laughs> yeah they accidentally stumbled into a ricky's <laughs> and it was still cool <laughs> did you ever go into one of those no a ricky's uh that was where you would get all your your hair color okay. and uh fishnet uh sleeves and such and so forth it was just like off of Ricky Martin or what's up? Nope, I don't know what the fuck it gave. It was just a brand. It is Ricky's and you just walk in there and you that's where you get your green hair dye and your fishnet sleeves, you know, and all the belts and buckles that you need and all that stuff. All the cosmetic stuff that went into looking like that. And um you know, striped stockings and and then at the back of it would be, you know, that fringe curtain that used to be and you yeah. go and that's where the porno is and yeah. the and the um dick-shaped straws and all that stuff fun stock up for bachelorette parties this is pre-amazon so it was necessary yeah 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 you had to have somewhere to get that yes yeah and it could not be hot topic yeah so you know are hot topics still around uh, yeah they are i feel like it's just it's it's on just its way out band like it's just band music band t-shirts um of like newer screamo emo bands Mm -hmm. and then uh like maybe some like and tim burton hasn't done a movie in forever yeah it used to be just mostly uh dark subculture esoterica yeah that you just buy a bunch of stuff like that there yeah and gauges and shit yeah (laughs) so the incenses and potions and food dolls and such i was more of a spencer's guy than hot topic guy Oh, yeah? I, w- I would always go hit Spencer's before Hot Topic if I even went to Hot Topic. I never got to go to Spencer's. Can you believe that? Really? Never. Oh, man. I never got it to go. It was so good. I know. Like, they had uh, the one I, uh, at our mall, where they had, like, a little mini fridge where they had, like, Duff beer, but it wasn't actual beer. It was, like, an energy drink. But, oh, like, nice. It was, it was Duff. Like, they had all the, like, drinks from different, like, fandoms and shit. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Big old thing of posters, which I bought a couple of those posters. Yeah, and then, yeah. like far in the back was like dildos and vibrators and shit. And then uh, 
bunch of t-shirts, bunch of drinking and smoking games. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the wildest selection for the most degenerate people on the planet. That was hot topic for a little while. Uh, Spencer's forever. Yeah. It was. It was. Is it still around? I think they just have an online store now. I was just looking at it. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that would suck. I, I haven't been to the mall around here yet. Yeah. But I that this this conversation makes me want to go see Spencer's. <laughs> yeah, but now you're just going to the mall as a tourist. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I'm gonna be two flower. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, I think that's what most people go to the mall. They either go as a tourist um, for nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, I remember the you know, yeah. bees in the movie theater, <laughs> or they go because malls are basically falling apart, so they have good deals now. So they go and just pick up like cheap that clothing. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So you just bargain people and just goth tourists. That's it. <laughs> I, I I do hear the mall around here is actually pretty decent though. Like they have like a whole like Pokemon store like itself. Like it's it's uh, uh my m- some of my friends go over there to get their they they're into watches now. Mm-hmm. So they go there to get their watches. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's like a a pretty decent mall that's almost always packed. Mm-hmm. I I lucked out because. I grew up in New York, and there's no mall culture there because really? there aren't really malls. There's hmm. not really. Yeah, yeah, y'all have more just like regular, like big stores, big department stores, shit like that. Not even. Really? It, uh, not when. I thought that was, that was like you know Macy's and all more that recently started there, and that was more recent. Before that, it was a lot of mom and pop shops, and then oh, okay. there would be like the occasional department store. But the real estate there is so expensive that you can't have you can't afford big department stores like here. Okay. So it was really small, and you and it was all you know. You would just have to walk, in, in you know through the streets. Yeah. So it was kind of like that, which is it makes it festive. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like a carnival. No, that's all the time. way better uh, than like big department stores having mom and pops and little stores and stuff. That yeah. That would be that is mm-hmm. much preferred. Malls are cool. Uh, I had a chance because I went I went to high school in the Dominican Republic, so they got more of a mall culture there. But it's like Dominican mall culture, you know. Really. So yeah, it's uh kind of bougie-ish but All bougie right. for them is like middle class here right sort of you know and um the movie theater and all that stuff and kids walking around hitting on each other oh, okay but but there wasn't any hot topic or anything. they were they weren't there yet ours uh, in lafayette ours the canadian mall was a very simple mall didn't have a movie theater and shit we had hot topic spencer's um the food court was very like Average, you know, Panda Express. We didn't even have a Panda Express at first in the mall for a while. Wow. Um, And there was no Orange Julius. I heard about Orange Julius from a TV show. Really? I still haven't heard about it. This is the first time hearing about it. Apparently, Orange Juliuses are, like, really popular at malls. Okay. Um, I don't even know what it is. (laughs) I just heard about it. I'm like, we don't have one of those. Orange Julius. Um, I think it's, like... Julius. Maybe, like, a Juice Land type place, I think. American chain of chain of fruit drink beverage stores. Yeah, so it's like Juice Land, basically. Interesting, and that's a new that's the new one. Is that with a Dairy Queen next to it? Okay. (laughs) Opened in Los Angeles, of course. I I don't know. Can a juice store open not in Los Angeles for the first time? I think not. Where where was where was Juice Land started? I think that was probably Los Angeles. Let's see, (laughs) Juice Land, because that's the that's the place. You know, that's the place to open something like that. Yeah. Oh, either Los Angeles or here. Maybe. Let's see. Um, Juice Land Wiki. What? How did we get here? We're talking about Terry Pratchett. I know. Look, we're doing it again. <laughs> Crazy, dude. 
uh, Juiceland, Barton Springs Pool. Oh, yeah, you're right. Started here. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. I hit it on the nail. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But this is also, obviously, L.A. and Austin. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's something going on here, there's, you know? There's, it's like sister cities. Yeah. In, in the worst way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, like, the over-cheesing sister is L.A., you know? <laughs> Yeah, but now she's went she's, a little too hard on the right. on the. <laughs> she's burnt out. That's how. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's um she's uh she's not aging well. Let's yeah. put it that way. And then now Austin's getting her second wind, right? Yeah. She yeah. she didn't peak yet, so now now. And she might have learned from some of the ways of her older sister, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hey, cocaine's a hell of a drug, as they say. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. Cocaine, dude. If cocaine ever hit Austin, it, you know how much productivity you guys would it would explode. Yeah, I, I, trust me, I know. Yeah, the the shrooms and the weed are keeping you guys chill, but the minute these LA people start coming in mass, they're gonna bring their cocaine with them. You know that, right? There's already a big cocaine problem here. That's, oh yeah. Uh, I I worked with a guy here who uh, he you know, good old boy from Alabama was in the military, didn't really party too much till he moved here, and then just went hard and he was i was like his right hand man so he would drag me around with him mm-hmm. but he went so hard to where he just had to like he just like dipped he's like i'm i'm going to fuck my entire life up <laughs> the only reason why he realized that is because he came from a good yeah. place yeah. he came from a better place because i think people that grow up in california a lot of them don't have the same benefit of having this kind of uh americana upbringing where you know it has its own problems right but you can't deny that it has a strong like family foundation yeah stronger you know that la is a fucking mess it's just hippies you know burnt out hippies and prostitutes you know just all they know want to be actors who ended up in porn right it's just like so that's like ripe for broken families you know so then it's you do cocaine over there you never you never do that you know where apparently he scared the shit out of himself yeah probably woke up in the morning and looked at himself in the mirror and he was like why do i look like my uncle jeff you know Uh, it was one night where he goes and to some dude's apartment parties and then they have twins there and all of a sudden the twins start fighting each other he tries to break it up one of them calls the cops and then the guy whose apartment it was blamed him for all of it and then he was drunk so whenever he left the apartment, the cops were like, well, you can't drive home and you can't be out uh, public intoxication. So we're going to put you in the in the, in the, the cooler. Jail. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And he's like, I don't I can't trust anyone here. I can't trust myself. Good. <laughs> That's a sign of intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know your limit. That's crazy, dude. But yeah, uh, let's see what happens. You think the coke's going to overrun everything? And I don't think so. Uh, I, I feel like it's. This town or city is growing so fast that uh, it's something's going to give probably before the cocaine. It's going to be just like the homeless problem. Like, it, oh, well, yeah, with, but that's all over the country. With, with Specifically with like drugs and shit, mm-hmm. there's going to be a mass like either a mass death over like some fentanyl laced something mm-hmm. in, in like there's going to be a homeless... Uh, like a cult death, like like Haley's fentanyl, something similar to that. Okay. Like there's just gonna be like a homeless, uh, like 
the, the arch right here, there's, all of them are just going to be yeah. dead one day, and they're going to uh-huh. be like, okay, there's an issue, it's be like and the, then they're the, going to crack down. The Jamestown Rager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and Austin's just going to like crack down. Uh, either that's going to happen, or yeah, it's going to be an influx of people who are just like big with cocaine, tech guys or something, and then it, that that's going to lead to a giant fentanyl like rich person death. I don't know which I would rather. Um, the I'd rather nobody. <laughs> Put that out there. I'm not saying, I'm saying one of them is going to happen. Yeah. And if one of them has to happen. They'd probably be both though. You can't have one or the other. No, no. Drugs it, takes everybody. Yeah, yeah. But it's the, the, which community it's in is generally like centralized. Whenever it comes to the, a lace. I'd rather the richer people survive because they're paying taxes and shit. I'm sorry, but, you know. Yeah. I uh, mean, if, if it's really that, if it's a choice, uh, practical, the practical side of me will come out and be like, has to be, you know, we need websites and taxes <laughs> paid and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but yeah. That makes sense. It's, uh, you know, morally, I guess you would want some sense of justice and you you would want the poor not to have to die and suffer at all. I mean, and, that's, and I get that too. And in both of these scenarios, I'll say that, like, yeah, the person who brought that fennel lace coke or whatever. I hope uh, that person that, dies. That actually. person, yeah, that person for sure yeah. should just join whoever's dying. You hear that, China? <laughs> you hear that? You hear that, China? Fentanyl producer, main one, main <laughs> importer of fentanyl, China. Okay. <laughs> yep. Saying China's like saying Voldemort here now. <laughs> You notice that? Okay, don't say that. That's racist. Especially like, I'm not saying anything say about it. Chinese people. I'm saying China. Yeah. The Communist Party C-C-P. of China. Yeah. What was? Where the Uyghurs? Huh? <laughs> where the Uyghurs? China, making fentanyl somewhere. I saw Breaking Bad. I know how this shit works. <laughs> people don't just disappear. They get put to work, motherfucker. China. China. All right. <laughs> You're just like, China, China. Yeah, especially if you China. say it in that way, like like Trump. People are like, "Oh, okay, that's who you are." Yeah, it's yeah. like China. It's just a funny way to say it. I know, <laughs> like, dude. So people, the people that are like that, that get their panties in a bunch about little shit like that. I I understand because I I feel like they they got so fucked up over the last three years. Yeah. Like the internet. Fuck their shit up. Yeah. They don't even know what's real anymore. No, yeah. And so that's fine. And so we just let them go. You let those people go the same way you let crackheads go. Yeah. You know, it's like go your go your way, gentle sir. You know, I wish you the best. And I understand the not. Don't kn- fall off a cliff. Not knowing what's real because like misinformation in the news, like actual news, like corporations are I just like straight misinformation. But I I don't like the not knowing what's a joke. Or not being able to ex- to say, okay, that's a joke, cool, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, not but, everything has to be taken so goddamn serious. They think it. But you, like, you have the, the, the problem is, <laughs> here's, here's the problem, right? You are being sustained, and me too, by the, the, the great force that is being around comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get you get that truth reinforced every single show you go to where you see somebody say some fucking crazy shit and the catharsis that it causes and how beautiful that shit is yeah. to be profane because yeah. that's what people don't understand. They they like people that don't know how to take jokes at that level 
you know, that are really sensitive are, they're just people that don't understand how important that shit is. Yeah. It's important. You got to shake it up. Right. Yeah. Saying a thing doesn't make the thing happen. Yeah. You, but saying it does make you realize that you can say whatever the fuck you want. Eh? And that certain things stay true no matter what you say about them, no matter how many times you call it a faggot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The truth is the truth is the truth. And people are people and they're valuable. And who gives a fuck about the words that we use? Yeah. For the, that's the stuff you play with. Right. Everyone gets that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get that shit, that's, that's why I love comedy, too. Because when you have you ever seen, have you ever seen somebody killing, yeah. right? Yeah. And what happens to that fucking crowd and to you? You lose your you lose your mind, and it's and it's amazing, right? It's better than religion, right? Because it's it, I think it's truer than religion, yeah. Because it's so pure, and everybody's just there, right? And you realize that it's all bullshit, yeah. You know, and we're all these fucking monkeys. Uh, it could, you know, and uh, it's even ridiculous. with religion, you have to kind of suspend some kind of disbelief yeah. with with some magical shit. With you comedy, hold on to stuff. it's literally just humor. Let it go. Everyone has yeah. has that yeah. ability to laugh. I think people that have the ability to laugh at anything actually have more faith than people who are religious who don't. They yeah. do because the people that laugh at anything, they have enough faith in the stability of of what is yeah. to know that there's nothing you can say that will change it. Right, and that's not even the point. You're just saying it because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And that's, that's what I what I like about it. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to get on my soapbox. Oh, good. But, you know, anyway. Like I said, I don't want anybody on crack to die except China. That's all. Yes. Just uh, free. We should import crack to China. <laughs> Dude, you watch. Or export. Export it. <laughs> export crack to China. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the new market. <laughs> and then they're just going to fucking, yeah. they're, they're going to. Uh, There's going to be like bags of crack over there that says made in USA. Yeah. Big yeah. large block but letters. But then they do, uh, they like take everything we try to do over there and they just make their own version. Like there's no copyright <laughs> laws or anything. So they're just going to make Chinese crack. <laughs> Chinese crack. What the hell is that going to look like? Yellow. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I thought it. <laughs> so, you know, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Because we're coming home over here with the star. As it comes nearer and the magic on the disc world becomes weaker, Trimon tries to pull the seven spells still in Octavo into his mind in an attempt to save the world again and gain ultimate power. However, well, probably not in that order, though. Gain okay. ultimate power first. However, the spells prove too strong for him, and his mind becomes a door into the dungeon dimensions, home to all manner of eldritch, eldritch creatures, which they mention a lot throughout, yeah. which uh, I like the way they describe them, because they're, uh, they're the, the actual real baddies, you yeah. know, these j- gibbering yeah, uh, just ghouls. They, they, they just like describe Testing. parts of them, not like the whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, it's got tentacles for face, and like a chitin body, and then like this one has like... Scythe arms and <laughs> scythe arms and shit. Like yeah, they they they're like it's unimaginable uh, horror. And then they and they're just describing like little parts of each creature. It's mm-hmm. it just yeah, because you can't keep your mind w- wondering. Yeah, it's it's kind of Lovecraftian. Yeah, there's a lot of that there. So. Yeah, and which is awesome. And have you read Lovecraft? Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do you know which ones? Remember? Um, Has it been a while? The main one. Uh, that like Cthulhu was brought in. I forget what it's called. Even if it's just a fragment of of something. Um, I did the Yellow King. I think. Uh, oh, some yeah. of the Yellow King. Yeah. Um, Shahaster. 
Um, and then, uh, fuck. The main one. Is, uh, the Yellow King is great. Yeah. Call of Cthulhu, I think you're talking about. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or Madness. Mountains of Madness. Mountains of Madness. That's oh, one. yeah. That's a dope one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of, it's long. Mm-hmm. It's a long crawl. Yeah. That's what I like about Lovecraft. You ever notice that when you read them, yeah. it's like the words are crawling across the page, very moody, dark, yeah. you know? As I sit in here, Cthulhu, guys, you know? He, like, that's how it reads. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. Very psychological horror. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that, that one, his whole mythos is so deep and weird because mm-hmm. it, it, it's like it's all mythology but it's also like a mythology for goth kids yeah <laughs> it's like the darkest mythology yeah <laughs> yeah cosmic <laughs> horror existential horror he was great he was great yeah uh all right so that's kind of so these eldritch creatures they're kind of a throwback to that to yeah. lovecraft right so rincewin and two flower managed to kill the now mutated trimon and rincewin reads all eight of the octavo spells aloud oh no yeah. This causes eight moons of the red star to crack open and reveal eight tiny world turtles that follow their parent. Oh, dude, on a course away from the star. <laughs> Yay, cute. The octavo then falls and is eaten by the luggage. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of perfect. Go luggage. Perfect ending. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing ever. Yeah, I, I misremembered that because what I remembered was the turtle actually going and having sex oh yeah well because they kept hinting at it they yeah. kept they kept saying that that's what's gonna he's looking forward to something yeah and then you're like I okay was, I, yeah that, i completely misremember that because i've i've always like i thought i remembered the great atween at some point in one of the discworld novels just going and then fucking a <laughs> female world turtle <laughs> I thought I remembered that. Uh, I think you dreamt that. <laughs> Look, all right, it wasn't. A- I think you dreamt that, and then you woke up and you had to wash your sheets, <laughs> and you were like, "I think this is my favorite Discworld story." I don't remember reading it, but I know I did. Look, you know? let's say I might have a fanfic in here. <laughs> oh, why wouldn't they? No, <laughs> <laughs> there's is, is there Discworld, um, you know, like graphic literature porn. Kind of, oh man! You gotta find that rule thirty-four. Discworld. That, that this is a real quick. Have you ever heard of rule thirty-four? <laughs> no. Oh god! So if you look up, type in anything and rule thirty-four. Rule or rural? Rule. Rule thirty-four. And type in what the the Discworld? Anything. I just typed in Discworld rule thirty-four right now. Um, and oh my god! And so porn will come up. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rule thirty four is basically if if are they having sex with that chest right now? Wait, what's happening right here? (laughs) I just introduced Melissa to a whole new world. (laughs) (laughs) He got uh, other other stories popped up for me too. I got uh, Snow White. She's looking all hot, hot under the collar over here. Um. Pokemon. There's yeah. a Pokemon oh, one. There's so there's so many Pokemon ones. Just, like one of the big ones is Sonic the Hedgehog. Rule thirty four Sonic the Hedgehog gets wild. Um, <laughs> oh, um I think I've seen these actually, but I didn't know where they came from. A couple. I saw one um Scooby Doo. Yeah. 
Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. The rule 34 is if it is in pop culture, yeah. then there is porn of it on the internet. <laughs> it's and hilarious. you just look up rule 34, whatever it is. That is so funny. <laughs> that is so great. I love that. I didn't know this. Hell yeah. I love knowing stuff like this. That's awesome. I have corrupted her. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. And also, everyone, anyone who listened to this who didn't know about Rule 34, oh, yeah. I've now just, you know. I've just ruined a bunch of people's days. <laughs> They're just going to be like, well, wait, no, I'm such a big Harry Potter fan. There can't be. <gasps> you you improved a bunch of others, though. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Some, some people are looking at these like, this is exactly how I dreamt about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm assuming Sonic the Hedgehog also. Oh, Sonic's that's one all. of the worst. Like, Sonic's been around. Sonic porn has been around for a while. For a while, but like whenever Rule 34 kind of became a thing, it blew up the Sonic thing because of furries. Furries yeah. got so entangled with the whole anthropomorphic animal thing with oh, Sonic yeah. that it just blew up to where it's like, oh yeah, Sonic is actually gay with tails and like there's so much just shit it's do you wild. know any furries do you know any furries because no. you're 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 kind of nerd I'm adjacent to nerdy, so many other people i don't get into the the um sexual aspect of nerddom yeah so well like, there's there's a non-sexual furry f- part right you know for, for, for the people for the public facing yeah but where the, the there's no assless. I've never I've never met anyone who's who I know is a furry. Like mm-hmm. I might there might be a friend of mine who is a furry and I don't know. Which hey, to each their own. You want to dress up as an animal? Cool. Yeah. But just don't fuck them. Yeah. Well, no, you kids. can fuck them if you want. I don't. No, know. no, not actual animals. Not animal. Not yeah, actual animals. Fuck other furries. Yeah. Leave the animals alone. Leave don't the be animals like those alone. guys in northern Colombia with donkeys. Yeah. Not good. And well, and also there's uh. uh city in the middle east or or uh, country in the middle east where it's not illegal bestiality isn't illegal but homo bestiality is illegal <laughs> typical <laughs> typical so you can fuck that goat just don't fuck it if it's the same yeah. gender <laughs> <laughs> uh, yalla yalla come come let's fuck the goat everybody come on yalla 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 and they're just like wait what <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't worry, my friends. This is a girl goat. And they're like, oh, yeah, totally, dude. Gotcha. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's run a train on it. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Do you think there's ever uh, like a homo goat fucker who puts a wig on the goat to pretend it's a girl so that nobody knows? I mean. He's like, no, no, clearly this is not a boy goat. It's like, I see this penis. Yes, but look at lipstick. It has a lip, lipstick. Hala, hala, hala. He strapped lipstick. a fake udder to yeah. it. <laughs> no, no, this little bit. It's like, that's. Did you get those from Ricky's? You know? <laughs> and they're like, shoot them. Shoot them. Shoot that gay goat fucker. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Um. Right. Last three sentences. <laughs> two Flower and Rincewind part company as Two Flower decides to return home, leaving the luggage with Rincewind as a parting gift. I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Because it, it almost felt, I don't even know how I felt that, that the, the luggage and Rincewind were becoming yeah. friends. At one point, like he, the luggage was just like sitting in the road while they both went opposite directions. And you're like, okay, it's it's either <laughs> it, he could stay with Two Flower or he could go with Rincewind. It's yeah. Like, and it's like Rincewind. Yeah. I don't know why, but. 
Because Tulflower doesn't need him. No. To, he's to, going back to his home. And yeah. Rincewind, he's not even traveling. Yeah. Rincewind is going to run into more magical bullshit. Rincewind is homeless. Yeah. <laughs> homeless. And, and, and as the homeless are familiar with their, their lives, they get into a lot of hijinks and adventures, which means they have to travel. Yeah. So he could use some luggage. So Cohen and Bethan also leave to get married. She's going to marry an 80-year-old guy. All right. Rincewind decides to re-enroll in the university, believing that with the spell out of his head, he will finally be able to learn magic, which I guess he will, uh, right? Probably. Um, I think... You're, se- you're skeptical. Well, okay, let me see something real quick. Like, he's always... Uh, the kind of like... Uh, Howard and stuff. I I, I I don't remember the third I'm looking up right now for uh Rincewind series. Um he he's gonna find a way to not be able to do magic. <laughs> like there's there's going he's, to be something that like that, Terry Pratchett's gonna write it for him or he's gonna no, find a way. No, Rincewind, like he he just through his own misgivings and shit, for some reason. He's gonna suck at at it in yeah. general. Like he he wasn't going to be good at magic in the first place. The only thing he seems to be good at is integrity and languages. And languages, yeah. Uh, that's the only two things he's good at. And then like yeah, it's uh okay. So sorcery is the next one. Um, oh, the eighth son of the eighth son. Okay, I do remember this one a little bit. Um, that's the next one. Yeah. No way. There's no way that... All right, maybe. He might kick ass in this next one. Um, <laughs> All right, well, it's up in the air. Yes. We'll see. Um, Although they no longer are because they're not falling off the side of the earth anymore, at, at least, right? And yeah. The guy's going to college, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all good. I, and then also there's no, like... Man, I'm actually really interested to get this... To read this one because, like, yeah, there's no... Our chancellor of the university. There's no head of the university in general. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much shit has changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anarchy. Cohen has fucking teeth. <laughs> yes. Diamond teeth. I love that part. Whenever he was like, it, they were describing him like turning to the people just got his teeth and yeah. he like smiles and it's glittering and he's like, I'm about to fuck all your shit. <laughs> like it, it was, that was the most G move. Yeah. Like going in, getting diamond, a diamond grill from a dwarf yeah. and then immediate being like, I'm going to fuck everyone up right now. <laughs> I'm a, all, a whole new 80 year old dude. That's funny. <laughs> that's, that's totally medieval too. Cause now that I think about it, there was nothing stopping anyone from having a grill. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet a lot of people did. If they, if you couldn't afford ivory. Right. I mean, George Washington had wooden teeth, but yep. like you could have had like ivory teeth or, or fucking like any kind of stone really. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> could have welded some fucking teeth together. Yeah. <laughs> be awesome. So many missed opportunities. Right. If you, if you ever get, you know, you get older, you lose your teeth. Would you have some crazy ass dentures? Yeah, I'm I'm already one of the weirdest people I know. I'm, I'm down to get some wild shit. <laughs> what kind of dentures do you think? What what material? What's what's some what's something you could think of? My favorite color is blue. I'd sa- some sapphire dentures. <laughs> Straight up sapphire sapphires, dentures. dude. 
Just gr- glowing blue in the sunlight, just being like, yeah. <laughs> just, okay, that's great. You're just blinding people. You're like, hello, fellow citizen. Yeah. You're like, ah! People crashing behind you. <laughs> ah, my eyes! <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to check out more about this story, uh, there's a graphic novel um, that was um, adapted and illustrated by Stephen Ross and Joe Bennett. And that was published in 92. And um, let's see, what else do we have? We got a TV adaptation, which we should watch. Yeah, we uh, we watched the first part, which was The Color of Magic. Yeah. But yeah, the second part is, uh, part two is the uh, follow-up, which is... Technically, right? Even though they included yeah. a lot of stuff from it. Yeah. In the, yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't even know about the graphic novel. I knew about the graphic novel for The Color of Magic. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a... a yeah, it's good to. This is the main reason why I look at Wikipedia articles when I'm reading something because mm. I like lo- knowing what the cultural yeah. adaptations are because you know you might find them kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. For yeah. sure. Uh, I don't think there's anything else though. No, but, it's uh. But that's it. The, oh, and then I just found out I just, uh, I can't find it anywhere. I'm trying to figure out where to stream it, but there is a soul music animated shit like movie. Is there? Yes. A soul music animated, animated film. Yeah, I, I just found soul out about it like two film. days ago. Okay, I'll find it. I, I can find it. Well, well, let's let's try to find it. Yeah, because I, I don't know where it would stream on or where I could find it. Like that, I saw it's fucking death with a fucking guitar. I'm like, oh my god, I want to watch this. <laughs> and it's animated, yeah. right? It's not the live yeah. action one. Okay. Oh wait, I think I found it. Uh, it came out in 97. This seems like it. This is it. Okay, we can, okay, I can, I can work from here. I can find this. The, the thing about this kind of stuff is it's hard to stream. Yeah. Hard to find it streaming. But we can maybe find library kind of okay. a, a library version or something like that yeah. that we can stream or something. That'd be fire. Let's put our heads together. Do you have a Austin residency? Um, I, I like ID card. Does this, does it have an Austin address? Uh, no. Damn. I'm, I'm working on getting a new ID, but, uh, you, you're talking about getting a library card. If you get a library, I can't because I live in B cave. Mm-hmm. So I'm like just out of the, the zone. I, I, I've been trying to get a library card. I, all I got to do is bring in like the fucking some mail. Yeah, yeah, just do that. Because yeah. then you can you can use their streaming service and you can uh, order movies and stuff. Okay. Yeah. The library's okay. good for a lot of stuff. Yeah. You just, you know, got to know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Well, uh, thanks for sitting through the logistics right now, what we were talking about. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Working out the inner workings of the extra <laughs> shit we're going to do. Um, this has been... Uh, the turtle reads. I almost forgot our podcasting. The turtle reads, and apparently fucks. Yeah, the turtle reads, fucks, have has babies. The turtle is barefoot and pregnant, cooking eggs. Not turtle eggs though. All right, all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me, Clay. Again, thank you. This has been awesome. Hell yeah! And uh, that's here's to more of that. Yes. So, until next time, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.